John, which part that you fell asleep to is your favorite? Oh my god, what have I done? Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. Who the fuck is singing? Yeah, again, I don't know why I'm defending any of this. Okay, so I was right. Suck it, Zach. Love I it. will I fucking end you. <laughs> oh no, and this is the crazy thing about balls. Like, the more... The more <laughs> Hello everybody, and welcome to episode 61 of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we are talking about Overlord. Um, a new feature from J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot. Directed by... Who's got that IMDb page? Uh, directed by Julius Avery. Who directed another movie called Son of a Gun, I believe, a few years back. And um, this is a original feature, but not something we haven't seen before. Does that make sense? Yeah. The it's uh, It takes place on D-Day... During World War II, it follows a team of um, American soldiers dropping in uh, from the 101st behind enemy lines in France to take out a Nazi radio that will help aid the beach uh, storming parties. And um, when they get to the radio they discover nefarious science experiments are going on anybody that's familiar with nazi history this is something that really was happening they were doing scientific experiments i would imagine it was with much less success um yes as far as we know (laughs) yeah Uh, we don't know this could have happened in real life and that's why we don't know about it (laughs) yeah um but they this 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 movie kind of takes that idea and tries to run with it. I thought this movie was pretty much one of the worst things I've seen this year. And that's all I really have to say about it at this point. Yeah, I saw your half-star rating. It was like, ah, we're back to normal, guys. <laughs> Not all in agreement with some, on something. <laughs> or I guess you could have um, been the same way last week. I wasn't here for that, so... No, I was not that way last week. We I were was... all pretty much in agreement. <laughs> wow, three weeks in a row. Lauren, did you get a chance to watch this, Spiria? No, I haven't yet. I've been busy, but I want to see so, it. It'll be on Amazon Prime next year. Um, but, yeah, so I am a big thumbs down on Overlord, and we can get into the why and spoilers, but um, what did everybody else think? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I mostly enjoyed it. Like, the beginning of the film, it was starting off stylistically in a way that promised something that the rest of the movie didn't fulfill. Like, after they land in France, basically, the movie becomes exactly what you expect it to be. And it doesn't really over like work past that at all. So it it's a zombie movie, more or less the end but it's so i enjoyed it but it wasn't anything special and i was kind of disappointed not disappointed in the movie on the whole necessarily but disappointed in the female character but i'll go into that more later so yeah anyone else (laughs) i think i'm in a similar boat 
with Lauren, where it's like, I enjoyed this movie for the most part, but it definitely wasn't, like, it didn't blow me away. That wasn't groundbreaking Uh, in any ways. (laughs) No, and it's like, I feel like with a premise, like, and I know the premise isn't super original, but the trailer made it look like they really kind of knew what they were doing with it, and... I feel like they just didn't do anything with it. Like, you said it's a zombie movie. I don't even... I feel like it's just a, a war movie. That's, that it has a like, ch- it's it's that, not a war movie either. <laughs> it just has, like, it has some supernatural elements in a couple moments, but then it's just like the rest of it's just a war movie. Uh, that's... Again, it's like, I I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like... I mean, it definitely wasn't great. Yeah, I wasn't, like, rolling my eyes groaning the whole movie kind of thing. It just kind of was, like, the sum of its part. It's like, every time they introduced something, it completely failed to do anything interesting with it for me throughout. And um, I found the filmmaking extremely shoddy and sloppy. So, and it just just culminated. I was, like, sitting around (laughs) after the movie, and I was just like, I have nothing positive to really... I don't know. It was just... Everything just fell flat for me throughout. And, um... Yeah. John? I like this movie. (laughs) Okay. Like, a lot? Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I found myself enjoying it... Like, pretty much throughout. I didn't really find myself bored or, like... Kind of eyeing the time. Um... I thought it was really engaging. Um, I guess I guess it's tough because I don't have a lot of background of like war films to base this off of, nor have I played Wolfenstein or any of the uh, <laughs> any of the. <laughs> well, actually, actually, there's only one Wolfenstein that has like supernatural elements. Okay, so gotcha. Just, yeah, and that one was not well received. Okay, gotcha. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I maybe I didn't have as much of a background for this film to like compare it to anything but i thought it was a like like, i don't know it was like a video game film to me and i know that's probably not a high bar but in that sense it was like the best video game film i've ever seen um yeah i don't know i really liked it for what it was like again this isn't like a movie that delivers like anything necessarily more than what it promises zombies and nazis but um yeah i found it rather enjoyable so i mean did you find yourself rooting for any of these characters along the way or yeah 100 percent. i oh i did yeah i did too i i really didn't like the main guy huh? dude he's from the leftovers though <laughs> yeah it's michael um, from the leftovers though I've never really enjoyed his presence in anything. He's got a weird... Dude, he literally <laughs> has a... probably the best scene in The Leftovers. He was okay in The Leftovers. He, that's the best. I'll, that's the he, thing I've most Here's the line, him, and but... it doesn't spoil anything. He literally okay. says, holy shit, and it's the best scene in the entire series. <laughs> then that's putting a really low bar on that series. No, 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 trust me. It's an, ep- <laughs> it's an epic scene. It's awesome. It just... It's, oh, man, it's such a memorable scene. Um, and he does it so well. So memorable. I have no idea what he's talking about. Do we do we know if his name's pronounced Joven or Hoven? It's like Joven Adepo, but I don't know how you pronounce his name. I, Joven sounds I familiar. Would say it's a, a hard J. 
He's from England. Like you're saying it. Well, hold on. He's an English-born American. Um, I don't know the the. Ba- you should like-, like him more. He's in Mother. He's a cupbearer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. He had a weird vibe in Mother. I mean, he was supposed to be. Everyone weird in has mother, a weird but- vibe in Mother. <laughs> Yo, I went back and listened to that episode again because one of my trivia regulars has subscribed to the podcast and has been listening through. And I'm I, so sorry for you, trivia person. I, I told him, <laughs> shout out to Ross. <laughs> You're the best, dude. Um, and I told him like a I'm couple of weeks that ago <laughs> that he should definitely listen to the mother episode. And last week he was like, oh, dude, this was easily my favorite episode. And so I was like, do you know what? I don't remember that episode at all. And so I went back and listened to it. And about 95% of it is me trying to justify watching the only the lesbian scene from Black Swan. And I was like, oh, that's why he liked it. Because it's just you all ragging on me for like 30 minutes. <laughs> I When I say the filmmaking got under my skin, it was... I like I was kind of surprised it that didn't stand out to you more. Because especially the big... The first time we go into the Nazi base or whatever, it was so convoluted. I figured you get you um, logic. Um, <laughs> you Ben and Lauren get so caught up in the logic of things sometimes that would have like I was that I, for whatever reason, a, I was feeling go back so and listen to our mother that. episode. I don't know. The only <laughs> thing that bothered me about that place was like this is a church. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I got I got that like the catacombs underneath the church and everything. Yeah, I guess it's France catacombs. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, but but still, it didn't have a just church more vibe. how he how he ended up in that situation was so silly. And then the movie, while having an effective um, like effective effective on the surface set piece centered in there, the it like the fact that he could this is not a major spoiler go in and then somehow get out of there is was just so implausible to me i was like oh these guys are gonna hate this part of this movie but i guess it was fine for you guys speaking as um, he, sn- he snuck out like it yeah sewer <laughs> systems dude speaking it's not the sneaking out that was the problem it was video game logic. Was running go around <laughs> speaking as the only one who's been in a church in a while probably I can say that the underground laboratory was pretty consistent. Oh, so you're saying <laughs> it's good that we're not Christian? <laughs> that was a joke, Lord God. <laughs> but mine wasn't. It's good that we're not Christian. No. Um, oh, shit. That, that also threw me off. Were Nazis anti Christian? It's weird. I, I don't think they were anti Christian. They were burning all those crucifixes and Jesus in the beginning, and that was like. For some reason, that felt odd to me. I was well, like, "Wait, it, I think it's like they, this mixture of was it like of, we don't want false idols and Jesus is too like Hitler has to be the only one." <laughs> no, I think it was this mixture of like one it by doing that it was a symbolic kind of like uh, breaking down or like a a moral uh, victory for them or a moral defeat for the village maybe to see mm-hmm. their like icons like burned. Even though I think arguably my history is kind of shoddy, but I think. Uh, Hitler, when he was like doing all his thing for the Aryan race, he imagined it as like a exclusively Christian. Someone else back. Someone else can call me out on that. I'm not sure. But there was also this weird like occult like section of the SS, right? That like like you guys were saying was doing research into not just like scientific stuff, but like the supernatural and shit. Yeah, those oh, are the I guys who found like, Hellboy. Jesus was a Jew, and therefore we must burn him. <laughs> 
Yeah, but he also like he, that's he not, also like that's probably not inaccurate. <laughs> he also criticized a lot of Jews like in his time, so that maybe Hitler was, did. Yeah, no, Jesus. <laughs> sorry, the, the church was Nazism. <laughs> I mean, that's you were supposed to support that over anything else. It, it, it seems there was internal debate over the future of religion in Nazi-controlled world, but thankfully, that never happened. Well, I guess let's just dive into spoilers. Okay. Um, but it sounds like I'm the only one who wouldn't recommend this movie. I would. Yeah. I would recommend it, but like, don't have high expectations. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I'm. I'm not going to go out of my way and be like, "Oh my god, guys, go see this movie." Yeah, it's not going to blow you away in any. So if someone asked me, it's like, hey, I saw this Overload trailer. It looks kind of cool. Should I go see it? It'd be like, sure. <laughs> Ringing <laughs> endorsements. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. John, any final thoughts before we jump in the spoilers? Uh, nothing that comes to mind. Although, okay, it took me forever. So why? I'm not sure if I've seen Wyatt Russell in anything. Uh, he plays Captain see. Ford. Um he, I've seen him in everyone in this movie was like I know I've seen you somewhere but well, I don't I, know where I, either that or like maybe they are just like completely unrecognizable I mean Wyatt Russell I knew him from Table 19 I think is what it was called I didn't okay I never saw Table 19 it was with Anna Kendrick who does he look like he looks like a much older actor Kurt he, Russell no, he's he uh, yes like he he's could, Kurt Russell he's Kurt Russell's he could, son he looks like he could be like um oh shoot what's his what are their names Who's the, the guy in Pet uh, Cemetery? The guy in the Pet Cemetery like, remake? No, like the he looks like he could be related to the Wilson brothers. To yeah. me, a little bit. Who's the guy Definitely who is nice. in the latest Terminator, Pet Cemetery, the second Planet of the Apes? The newest Terminator is that what yeah. Jason Clark? Jason. Yes, Clark. there we go. He looks like Jason Clark. He does a little bit. He's like a younger, blonder. Jason yeah. Clark. Oh yeah, I can see that. He was in, in the wasn't he in Salvation? He wasn't in the newest Terminator. No, he was in yeah. He was no. in Genesis. Yeah. He was in. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't in, know. Yeah. Yeah, he it's was been a Robot while. John Connor. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> it's in the, the trailer. trailers and the posters <laughs> spoiled it. Like. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Overlord. Yeah, we've spent most of this time not talking about Overlord, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is which a is, ringing uh, endorsement. Yeah, no, it's a like, great movie though. I really loved it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay, so we're getting into spoilers now. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Yeah, we finally got John's um take on it there. It was was anyone else really bummed that their friend died? They brought him back and then they immediately killed him? <laughs> no. No, I thought I kind of I loved it. <laughs> The bigger problem of that was they put all of this emotional stake into um, uh, Boyce killing somebody, and then they have him kill the first first person he kills. It just like tenderizes his face. One, he just goes out of control. (laughs) Two, it's a guy who he was just buddies with that he met five minutes ago. It wasn't his buddy anymore. Yeah. But he was they though made, at the they same made time. Clear, that, th- they made well, they very clear. He definitely says that, but he definitely still was that um, same dude. Ford is he was in just command, alive. and you have to listen to what he says. So, <laughs> Kurt <laughs> Russell's Except progeny has spoken, Zach. That's an order. <laughs> that was so. Oh God, talk about a bad scene. Um, 
I think that's where I decided this movie's terrible. And he's like, no, I, I won't follow your orders. And then um, he's just like, okay, let's go well, do see, it anyway. Then you had plenty of <laughs> movies that you were enjoying. Um, like, it just, it, the, the movie didn't, needed to pick a goddamn lane. You know, it's like, did it want to be the B movie? It wanted to be this B movie over the top, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. This is silly, but it took itself too goddamn seriously. See, I, I like. disagree. I don't know. I, I think it did not necessarily between those two lanes, but between the lanes of like the silly, like over the top horror supernatural like context and this kind of uh, suspenseful war film. Now, granted, it's probably not the most suspenseful war film there is. Like, it's no like Private Ryan or Thin Red Line or any of those by no means, but I think it's still. It's still like I liked it more than Thin Red Line. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. Um, <laughs> it I think it harped on those elements and included enough of those elements to really appease uh, aficionados and fans of both genres. That's what I'll say. I don't know. I said that I feel like the film took itself seriously, except the scene where they revived his friend felt like it didn't fit with the rest of the movie necessarily because well, it kind of felt comedic. Yeah, a little bit for sure. Well, and especially because he's which scene? Go ahead. Wait, no, which I, I missed what you said. What seemed comedic? Um, when they revive his friend in the attic, their friend. Yes, that that I know that it felt so separate mm-hmm. from everything else. Well, because um, yeah, that was the that was the moment when it changed tone. Like I I think, and that was like the reveal. Yeah, but that was also like way too late in the movie. I just yeah. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> well, see, the trailer kind of presented that moment as if he was being experimented on, like in the church. Yes. Yeah. Which I feel like would have been way better. <laughs> And I and I feel like like for me though like the the big problem I had with it just other than well other than the ones you just mentioned um, was just like it didn't look good like they made this big deal I read this thing where it's like oh we used a lot of practical effects and we only touched stuff up with special effects I thought the effects it, looked fine I, thought, I just I thought, thought the movie was bad. ugly I thought it looked bad like the scene where he was transforming or just overall um like that the scene where he's transforming looked terrible um there are a couple of shots like veins pop a couple times i don't know there's the vein thing and then he like ripped his head back and like those things stuck out that's when it looked really bad like i thought it looked terrible then Uh, like the bones popping out and then um i thought the effects were fine the other yeah it didn't bother me there that other monster that chases mm-hmm. uh well you know they always with zombies they always like to do the thing where they like contort themselves it's like they can never just but, but move was, naturally but what was weird about that is like there were some shots of it where it looked really good and there were some shots that i just thought it looked really bad like it just kept going back and forth mm. was, i think the i think the movie felt the the problem i had with the filmmaking was it felt small it was dark as hell. Like, uh, I, I, and it was just an ugly looking movie. I thought like there, there wasn't a cool setup or shot in the whole movie. I felt, it felt like the like opening they, with all the plane stuff was really. Yeah. I, I mean, the, was I, I was holding out a little bit of hope at the beginning, promising. but, but, but I think once you get on the ground there, was, I don't know. Yeah. And I also just found the editing just all over the place. Like, like the scene how I was mentioning when he all of a sudden, so he was looking over that gate, <laughs> uh, the main gate to get into the labs, and then the dog sees him, and he runs away past the gate. 
He gets into a truck that is driving away from that gate. How dare you question logistics? <laughs> two minutes later, he's like inside the thing. Yeah. No, this and movie definitely like, had a problem with that. You know, and he's like sneaking around. He's like one inch from people and no one's noticing. I don't know. Like There was a scene like that. And then there was one later in the movie where they're all like under a bridge planning what they're going to do. And then suddenly the girl's back in the town. Yeah, in town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she was like, I was just looking for my brother, which she knows he got kidnapped. And then, the, like, the, like when you were talking about, like, weird payoffs, too. Like, they're like, you take care of the ant. And then it's like, oh, the ant's going to do something. And oh, that, like, no, okay, just, I will say, I was missing that. My question with the ant is, why did they let her go home? Yeah, yeah, because he was fucking her. I don't I know. Guess, like, but, like, I, that I, seems I, so yeah. weird. It's like, but then, and why wasn't she, like, why wasn't she aggressive? Yeah, I don't know what her deal was at all. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, there's definitely people out there on the internet assuming this movie feels so chopped up because they think they deleted all the Cloverfield stuff. See, it felt chopped up to me. Like, I feel like half the stuff... So it was a Cloverfield movie. I feel like a lot of the stuff with the female character was cut out because, like, yeah. it feels like she had this big buildup and she was a part of the film and as soon as she gets her brother, like, suddenly like her stuff's done and we don't care about her anymore she gets like a shot where they glance at her at the end of the movie and she doesn't get like a final line or anything even the little boy gets a final line and like but like with her it was so weird because they made this i like i feel like there was this story where she was secretly a german agent or something because she Mm. knew german but they didn't explain how she knew german when they went out of their way to explain how she knew english and like how the guy knew how to speak french they had this big discussion about it but suddenly she knows german i think i think also i think it's less of a logistical like jumper assumption that uh european countries back then being so close to one another like uh it made more sense that people were bilingual um as opposed to what how did she how do you know she knew german she she spoke german but I thought she was talking to the guy in French. No, there though. were definitely times she was saying German. Well, the main guy, yeah, but when she was talking to other soldiers, she was speaking German. Mm. Okay. One other issue I had with this movie was, even though I enjoyed like a lot of what happened, I was able to predict everything. Like nothing yeah. caught me off guard at all. The only the only time where I was like, oh, didn't expect that was when the guy carrying the kid get shot as he's like putting the pushing the kid over like to the the barrier and i'm like oh he's gonna die and then he makes it it's like oh well yeah got shot in the shoulder he was fine yeah Um, but it was like that was the one time where i was just like oh the main german no 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 no, she no the 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 american the tibet oh yeah i definitely thought he was gonna (laughs) die (laughs) yeah and that's the one time where it's like how about that they caught me off guard whereas everything everything was too easy and convenient in the story yeah like as soon as soon as what's his bucket with the face picked up the the last little the the syringe and was tossing around uh russell i was just like oh we're gonna have a superhuman battle and then he's going to stay down there because the explosives are destroyed. Thank goodness those serums worked really well on non-tested, had it not been tested before <laughs> on why living they people. Only on, why were they only tested on dead people? Yeah, like, I don't know. Why wouldn't they have done hey, human hey, testing? Come on, guys. Nazis have standards, all right? Let's let's not let's not undermine the moral character of Nazis, all right? <laughs> but, like, yeah, there were no downsides for it, like, for it to have worked on the living dude. 
It's like he's just super powerful and can't be killed now. Well, he can, but not really. <laughs> I get, but they they can, but they can't. I don't know, like that. You was just weird. burn them. Destroy. Apparently, they forgot to or, test like, the fire. Smash the face. <laughs> Yeah, go for the well, go did, for the brain, guys. Come on. They did. Yeah, they had like they had like the the stack of flamethrowers just sitting next to the open like tunnel. Apparently, <laughs> they just uh, leave I those think there. The, well, that's because the they perfect... take them outside and burn them right there. Yeah, but nobody was guarding these flamethrowers. They were all busy being the... oh, right. yeah, shot. Yeah. yeah, you're right. They had run back in. The okay. yeah, the weird editing thing too really stood out in a couple of those final scenes too. So when they send the dude back on the motorcycle, like that makes no that sense went, either. It went on for like eight beats too long. Like even if they pull the pin, it's like thirty seconds before anything happens. Yeah, that like, grenade. Yeah, all, happened, that is, grenade did not fire. Does for anybody a while? not know how grenades work? And <laughs> but like why even? Oh, and then no. the uh, the fuses were still on fire, but nobody heard them. Nobody would walk towards them. I don't know. And then also, why did Boyce wait until Wyatt Russell had been hooked onto this thing before popping out of the shadows to help him out? Like, he was in the room the whole time. Oh, I don't remember that. Because he he fights the doctor and kills the doctor there. And he's in that room. And then Wyatt Russell's character shows up and the big bad guy have a fight. And he hooks him up. And Boyce is somewhere in that room not doing anything. No, I think he was no, he was he incapacitated. Sets, he sets all the explosive sure. in that room. No, he kills the he killed the scientist. He has the fight with the the scientist, and he's alive. And then we don't see him again until he steps out in that same room that he was last seen in to help see, Wyatt I Russell. I think the problem was just they were just repeating sets, and that's why you think he's <laughs> in the same room. No, because he was the one who wired that room. I thought he was in charge yeah, of the well, taking out. Maybe he went the... elsewhere and then came back. <laughs> Well, give me a cutaway scene editing, or something. Editing at least. didn't put it in there. <laughs> I don't know. I I I can't remember exactly, Zach. But I think one of the things that I might have assumed, and that I thought they actually did well throughout the movie, and Joe Vinadepo also did well. I think was convincing me of this kind of like fish out of water in terms of this guy who's really just. I don't want to say nobody, but like a mild mannered, like mind your own business type of guy back home in Louisiana. And then he's, he's recruited for the war and he's, he doesn't know what to do. And I really liked the, it's not a, it's not a super deep character arc and it's not an original character arc, but I loved the kind of gradual. Why are we withholding that information for so long? What's that? What what, What did we gain by holding that? Like, Oh, this is why he's acting that way. Shouldn't it be? Shouldn't we know that information more up front? Well, I, no, I kind of. It creates I liked that. To what, I, when I like that they hinted at it though, that. and they kind of showed it, like especially that conversation. What are at you the saying? They're withholding the fact that why he why he's not some killer dude, you know, like why he's not jet. He didn't sign up. Well, yeah, know, but that's like just, pretty much everyone in World War Two. Yeah, but most a lot of people weren't. I mean, people were drafted in, but a lot of people were well, no, there. I know that, and, but like, yeah. it didn't feel like they were withholding anything. It yeah, it like felt like a natural stereotypical like, character. Get him right from the beginning. Yeah. Like, as soon as he was on the plane, you knew he wasn't like he was super unprepared for this. 
Well, I mean, I, I gathered that, but then to have the scene supposed to be this big reveal, that didn't give us any new information about it. I didn't it. think it was necessary. I don't think it told us how he knew French. I did, yeah, I don't think it was a big <laughs> reveal necessarily. I think it was just a great... It was just trying to build his relationship with the girl, I think. Yeah, and, and reveal a little bit more of that, like, kind movie. of <laughs> give him some chance to... I mean, maybe it was a p- expository in a sense, but, like, again, he's been this, like, mild-mannered guy who hasn't really had a chance to talk about himself a lot. And so now it gave him a chance to like kind of open up, um, and I like how I think the movie trying to dedicate as much as it did to weird character beats like that that we don't ultimately end up caring about. I don't know. I think it was it. probably just in there so we would feel like he would risk himself to go help this girl and her little brother or something. It's like because yeah. maybe he feels more connected to her than the people he's serving with. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with Lauren. Because he, he clearly didn't agree with uh, what's his face, Captain Ford. Um, Ford at the beginning, but then I also liked that kind of that change in terms of that commitment to each other and to the mission, and how that was actually something where it was a point of contention and um, like stress for Joven, the idea of leaving him behind. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I just again these character relationships weren't necessarily the most original. Um, oh no! Nothing was original. But, about like this movie. I think they, I think they, <laughs> they played off very well, and I, I think, I don't know. The actors did a good enough job to kind of convince me, uh, convince me almost as if these characters were original, sort of, or at least give us another expression of these archetypes in a fresh new way. Isn't this a better movie if they don't kill their zombie? friend and he shows up and is in the fight with them or in some capacity i mean i mean I maybe just, argue, like, like i a- hate to argue hypotheticals for a movie though like i won't say like yeah I that could be it. that could be epic <laughs> for sure but i didn't i mean i would just they already had a zombie friend at the end they didn't need to i w- yeah i wasn't necessarily broken up by the fact that like uh what was his name chase the actor who played chase Ian you didn't care about did. him because he was not a character. He was a he was literally a warm. No, body I ca- no, movie. I cared about him, especially this idea that like I cared about him because he's from Agents of Shield and he's an adorable man. <laughs> I love him, especially because I think I think Zach that that being Private Boyce's like first quote unquote kill as well, and like the idea that it took was terrible. So yeah. no, I think it took so much of a of a terror like situation, like a very fraught situation to bring that out of him um as opposed like it was a situation of like necessity for sure but it was also a situation of like of one of like they can't comprehend what's going on they don't know they're completely confused i thought that kind of added to the weight of that kill to private boys whereas like if it was just a normal like kill in the war based on necessity that could be something he could get over but the fact that his first kill was so terrifying and so like frightening like i think that set up a lot of um yeah i don't know i think i'm team zach on this first kill it didn't work for me because he couldn't kill the rat but he could kill his friend but it didn't like he didn't make it seem like he did it out of like a need for his friend not to be some like mindless zombie thing it, like it didn't have a weight to yeah, it yeah he that wasn't I putting him out of his misery or yeah. something yeah no but he was also, he was easily he was saving everyone else he was preventing him from like turning on the rest I don't of the people was like, he really I a feel risk like Ford should have killed him <laughs> 
Ford wanted to use him as a weapon. Um, Did he? I never. But also, no, no. I'm just, time. I'm just, I'm just being. I agree. Um, but Boyce also is his character. His like, oh, I got to jump to everyone's defense. Doesn't jive with. That's but that's what I'm saying. He's he's confronted with this uh, extreme situation where no one knows what the fuck is going on. And this is the thing that gets him to finally like make a hard choice. Like, okay, but I've he's the do one this. who fucking puts it the fucking needle. But he in didn't. Him. He didn't know necessarily what was going to happen. He just knew that he knew, he, knew he was going to come back to life. That's, that's all. Why he he did didn't it. know necessarily <laughs> that he'd become this crazed, like animalistic. Like, really, was he that crazed yet? I, I thought they killed him very no, prematurely. He wasn't crazed yet. <laughs> yeah, just, he, he was wasn't coming after around. them. He was confused. And but he was not like trying to kill them in any way, shape, or form. I don't know. I, don't I think, think the second time he came well, back, I mean, he, he, he had, had this like a little violent. Yeah. The second yeah. time he came yes, back, he, he had this violent, look in his but... eyes, and he was he was very much kind of a he more intentional than he was when he first came back. I should say. Hmm. Not buying it. <laughs> um. So tell we've been ragging on this movie i'm gonna give you guys some space to tell us what you really enjoyed about the movie i mean i don't think like i was over the moon about anything but I you thought, don't have to like, be over the moon but if you're enjoying yeah. the movie i'm figuring yeah, there's gotta like, be I, things that you enjoy we were like what what did you enjoy i liked most of the stuff before they got to the church like the that kind of tense in the grass kind of moments uh oh there's a, a pause that was such a f- fucking cheap. Like that's where. Like, was that supposed to be funny when that guy steps on a landmine? Or I don't. Then think they try so. to like pay that off later. Be... I don't know. It was just like, supposed to be like sudden. I don't know. Yeah, the horrors of war. I don't know. That was. That's one very... of those moments where it's like I don't know if this movie has a tone that it's consistent yeah. with. But yeah. it was. Um, there's that, and I mean, then there's that like... dead animal that I'm like, wait, yeah. what was that? <laughs> <laughs> It was whatever the animal was in the original Halloween. I and I also enjoyed kind of more of the the just the moments with the soldiers talking uh, more often than not. Like I, there were definite moments I didn't like. Like the big ones I didn't like were when uh, Fitz from Shield or whatever he he turns. I I thought that was stupid. Um, I thought the moment with. Uh, Russell just beating the shit out of that Nazi was kind of like when he was trying to get the information he was just going overboard it was like one of these like we gotta be just as bad as them but it's like that doesn't I, I didn't really care for that as much um, I asked you what you've enjoyed and you keep telling me things okay, you yeah. like about the <laughs> I liked most of the I liked most of the action sequences okay. uh, and like I said I liked most of the downtime like they're there are big pockets of this movie that I didn't enjoy, but more often than not, I was I was entertained. I thought, uh, who was that villain? I thought he was actually really good, like really he's, creepy. He's Euron Greyjoy. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh yeah, fuck! Okay. He looks he, like um, what's hell it creepy. Now he's yeah. even creepier. But, um, see, he was in a different see, movie, See, exactly. Too. What's dead? What is the line? What's dead cannot die? What is it? Yeah, what is dead, dead may, may never die. die. Yeah, see, exactly. He came back because he can't <laughs> die. It was... He's still playing around. Greyjoy's not dead. And like, no, I'm even, saying in this movie, he like... didn't die. He came back. And... Oh, okay. 
And even though it was predictable, I did like most of the action sequences. Like I said, like um, the battle between Russell and Greyjoy, Euron Greyjoy, were like I enjoyed both of those. Or that I enjoyed that that sequence actually quite a lot, where they're just throwing each other around. I thought that it was felt really cool. it felt a little lopsided. I understand well, that one he had, had like two three in him. Only, yeah, yeah. But, but, but that's I don't the only know. Expl- it, the other explanation one, I the had other one had been like stabbed a bunch before he got injected. Well, I mean, the, the one guy got shot in the face. Lost part of his face. <laughs> I guess. But I mean, he was like, the rest of his body was fine, I guess. I don't that know. That was pretty gnarly when he pulled himself off that uh, hook. Though. Oh, that hook. That, that yeah, was, that was bad. It reminded me so much of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was having, oof. The bada bing, bada boom, New York guy. Um, he was in David Chase's. Um, not fade away, which is one of the more underrated movies of the last ten years. I didn't. Re- I knew I recognized him from something. That's that's a positive thing I could say about this movie. <laughs> Though I didn't really like him in this movie. He felt too like much of a character to me. Um, I mean, he was a very again like most of these people. He was a very stereotypical character. But I did yeah. like the little boy. Therefore, by proximity, I liked that guy in his relationship yeah. with the little boy. Ben, you mentioned like the the banter, like the downtime scenes. Um, I don't know. It just felt so much like Band of Brothers light, and I get you're. I'm comparing that to one of the best, possibly well, yeah. the best war thing ever created. And it's but, and it's but, not like yeah. It, it's not like it enthralled me. Like oh, I totally care about everybody. But it was just like it wasn't. I would argue it didn't feel bad. Like I I was I enjoyed most of it. So. I would argue the best war thing ever created was Red Alert, Command and Conquer, but that's for a different episode. My brother would actually really appreciate that 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 callback right there. Um, I I, I don't know. Like Tarantino made, found the a way to make the again we're comparing masters to this, but uh, the he was he made World War Two sound and feel different with his movie. And Glorious Bastards. Yeah, and... I was expecting this movie to kind of fall in between Sucker Punch and Inglorious Bastards. Okay. That's what I was nope. expecting. <laughs> um, yeah, this just didn't feel like... It felt like it was retreading too much instead mm-hmm. of blazing its own path. And that once I... About halfway through the movie, I realized I kind of just was like gave up on it doing anything new or interesting. And I was right. And... Um, yeah, I just it just culminated in a big thud for me, and um, but I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. And there's been a lot of a positive I word mean, of mouth out it there. Was on it was still so. mindless entertainment. I appreciated yeah. the one shot that I don't know if it was done in all one shot or not, but where he was running out of the church, it looked like it was practical effects and everything. Yeah, there, I there, really there, appreciated that. <laughs> there were a couple attempts at oneers, whether it was. Um, done, pro- you know, they, they, they did a good job of hiding it, actually, if they did um, some cuts in there. Mm-hmm. But the, I also didn't understand why the whole place was blowing up at the end. It was kind of um, like they decided, you know, know, let's make this more exciting, and then they digitally added explosions behind you know, him as he ran away. Apparently, France is on a bunch of tar, and we're going to pretend tar is really explosive. I thought there were, like, giant oxygen tanks in the lab. Probably. Can someone explain to me? There's a lot of chemicals in that place. They are highly explosive. 
Can someone explain to me what the... He said they've been sitting on it for... Yeah, you're not supposed to ask about it. They should have not put that line in the movie. <laughs> okay. Okay, that didn't make sense to anybody else either. Okay. It was just a random line. The it was Americans, like, that was completely unnecessary. The somehow knew that that stuff was there too. I'm not sure. Yeah, they mm, There was just they rumors. There they was... heard rumors. Yeah. I will say but, another thing I appreciate about this movie was that there was a Stan Musial call out. There was? <laughs> it was so random? Yeah, I it was very like, much was, but I okay. was like, <gasps> Cardinals! <laughs> <laughs> Especially from a guy from New York. Um, yeah. I believe Mickey Mantle was playing at that time. No, or is he the 50s? Wait, so Stan Musial was a sports was ball player? Mutual? Oh my god. You're from St. Louis, John. No, that Mickey Mantle was in later 50s. That was yeah, a joke, was... Lauren. I know who Stan Musial is. No, you don't. <laughs> don't tell me what I don't know. You're not my mom. I don't know. Maybe Stan that's... Musial is one of the bigger names that went to war, though. Yeah, that's true. It, we have a we have a freaking statue of him outside Bush Stadium, correct? Yes. Um, <laughs> what? Who are you? <laughs> um, Stan Musial is the NL MVP in um 1943 so he was a big deal at the time yeah um he was the a AL big MVP deal at all times. from new york though he, the yankees had the al mvp the previous year to this it was spud chandler who so i would have i would have expected awesome. so i would have expected uh tibbet to have said who do you think you are spud chandler yeah but that sounds like that a sounds made-up a name funny. <laughs> <laughs> man baseball players names were so much better back then than they are now uh what are you talking about there's still great names mookie there's Betts. a guy called stubby <laughs> clap that coaches the cardinals <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. fair enough but i mean i guess he was probably a baseball player like back then right like no he's young oh really interesting yeah stubby clap played for the cardinals in there, the early 2000s there is a will smith baseball player <laughs> <laughs> um Stan Musial, 357. Had a good year. He had uh, a lot of good years. <laughs> uh, the same amount of hits on the road and away. Or, or road and at home in his career. Impressive stat. He did it all, guys. Um, so that's going to do it for Overlord. We are going to be doing podcasts through the end of the year. We have a tentative schedule, but we'll see how that all actually plays out. I will be leaving the country for two weeks around the holidays, so we might have to double record some stuff. We'll figure that out. But our next movie on the schedule is going to be Disney's Mulan... It is Lauren's final pick for the year, I believe. I think so. And um, that was a 1998 flashback or 2008? 98. Come on now. 98. Sorry. Um, Remember Rick and Morty talked about it with that Szechuan sauce. (laughs) And it's getting Yeah, you're welcome, nerds. (laughs) And it's getting a um, live action re- live action reboot, just like every other Disney years, film. I believe. Yes, just like every if it's a Disney movie, it's yes, sirree. <laughs> um, so actually, here let's talk about this a little bit. So, Mulan, American History X, and Synecdoche, New York are our last three 
flashbacks. Oh, we didn't put. I didn't put one on Wait, here. No, did Signature New York Marshall. come out like this year? No. What's that weird New York? What's that weird town movie? Shoot. It. What, what's Synecdoche, New York about again, Zach? It's a Charlie Kaufman movie, and it's about everything. <laughs> I like how you always talk about directors like we know who they are. It's not Robert Kennedy. <laughs> it's not about Robert Kennedy. No. It's that movie. That's Chappaquiddick. That's what I, Okay, sorry. And, That's And that Bobby. is not in New York. <laughs> um, we have four movies. And for Getting Sarah Marshall, we have to fit it on our schedule somewhere. But I would imagine we will definitely talk about all four of those movies before the year is out. While we maybe, hopefully, get another new release or two in there. Um, and if I had to pick one movie, new release, we'll probably definitely talk about it will be Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I just voted for it. Yeah! Um, so... Expect those five movies over the one, two, three, four, five, six last six um, last weeks of the year. That will be our goal. Uh, we will try to keep up with that. And there might be one more new release in there, but um, I'm not going to guarantee that to anybody. So um, one last new release and four of our final flashbacks to be anticipated throughout the rest of the year here. And then maybe a couple bonus epo- episodes here or there uh, mixed in. Um, I saw The Ballad of Buster Scruggs in the movie theater because I'm like that. And maybe someone would want to do a mini pod with me when that comes out on Friday. But th- this crowd, who knows what these guys. So um, um, I'll be too I'm busy be playing Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so no. <laughs> John's my only hope. Hunting deer uh, and hunting Pokemon. Two games. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Mulan, to be ready for next week. And until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find us at middleofrow.com. And uh, I assume Ben will probably start posting a bunch of year-end shit pretty soon, as he does. Uh, John, are you going to be doing any music year-end things with on your own, collaborating with anybody? Sorry, I was flossing. Um, I had... John, why? <laughs> like, I seriously want to drive to your house right now and punch you in the face. <laughs> uh, because I I had a bad dentist appointment No, recently. don't answer that question. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to do my typical yearly music uh, written uh, piece for the website. Look for that in April. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, yeah, middleofro.com. Find me at Zach Oldenburg, wherever you can find that. And you can review us on your podcast listening device. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on uh, Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And you can follow all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at Another Rahul J. You can also follow us on Twitter where you'll get updates when we post podcast episodes or written content for the website, uh, especially when we've got our end of the year list coming out. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at Middle of Row. Hashtag know the. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Mulan. I think it's still on Netflix. Netflix. And until then, 
Remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road.